0: Hello and welcome to Motor Cult episode 42. I'm Eric Berger and... In typical, late fashion, that's Ryan Zaniski. <laughs> well, what I was going to say is I wish we get a beep so we know when you start recording. Well, I, I don't understand your fixation with just needing to talk all the time. Let's so. have a
1: podcast. I decided to find a way to that's why you're monetize on a podcast, yes. walking. Or this is walking, also not talking. monetized. It's, it's very it's anyway, monetized in very
0: small now. let's move on to beer. <laughs> um, I
1: have a Excelsior Petit
0: You don't have a koozie. I don't, because Scott did not give me one. Oh wow, that is unfortunate. I think Scott's fixing that potentially. Yes, I do have a koozie, and I'm uh, I'm going with Stella Artois again. Well, until further notice, you just have to listen to glass pounding against wood. Is that like the pre-war bottle?
1: The pre the pre-war bottle? No, we got the bell over
0: there. <laughs> okay, and that bell's gonna get a workout today with our topics. I also, oh god, yeah, this episode is all about the Monterey Car Week recap. Yes, it is. From Ryan and Janice's perspective and a little bit from mine that I haven't covered yet. So, I also have a uh, Baja Blast. Hey! Yay! Because I had Taco Bell because it's a good decision. And I may or may not have been a smidge late. Yeah, we're, we're starting um, basically on time. <laughs> yeah, basically. <laughs> it's about the time we start. So anyway, uh, you, while you're working on your chicken fries, I guess I'll just I'll kick this off a little yeah, bit. Why don't you do <clears throat> Well, you
1: were there before me. so. Right,
0: yeah. We, we went on um, about a week apart. You guys went, what, Thursday through Monday? Yes. Okay. Yes. Thursday through Monday on the end weekend and last half of Car Week. And I was there Thursday, Friday, uh, leading up to pre-reunion. So um, for me, I guess I'll start it off with the sights and surprises. Um, I wasn't really expecting to be able to get into the paddock at Lugo when I drove up there just to see the track mm-hmm. but since that was open and everyone was actually showing up so far ahead of time uh, I just want to kind of go over the the few cars that I noticed that really stood out to me I mean there's obviously everything there is really nice and the beauty is you don't have to question whether or not it's the real deal because mm-hmm. it's not allowed to be there if it's not that is true. So I saw five of those Batmobile E9 CSL BMW race cars yes, we the did 70s. Too. Five so cool. of the damn things.
2: We got to see those race.
0: And my buddy Steve uh, owns the black one. It's called Luigi. That's the car's name.
2: Oh, <laughs> yeah, I saw that. Yeah,
0: but like, he Luigi? got he got clipped on a corner, and it took out one of the strut housings on that thing. So he mm. got that car got taken out for the weekend. It's okay. Thank okay, goodness. Good, good. Um, and then later on, he also has that lovely... Um, I show whatever Japanese beer sloganed Evo 3, okay. M3. Oh, okay, yeah. That's that guy. And uh, that thing, the engine block cracked on it in the last oh, run no. session.
1: This guy has the worst of luck.
0: Y- yeah, I, and that's, you know, like, they don't make them anymore. And you can get secondhand ones for, like, nine grand Oof. if you can find one for an engine block. Mm. <laughs> I think it's probably a market for people making replicas, but they don't do it yet.
1: Um, The four-cylinder engine? Yeah. Isn't that not too far off from the one that was in the 2002?
0: Uh, it's architecturally very similar, but the blocks are not compatible from okay. what I understand. Cause oh. I think the bore is like in the 2002 it was like 84 mil and in the M3 it's like 96. Yeah. But can't you bore out the two thousand two? You might be able to, I don't, yeah. I don't know enough to comment on that, but I mean, architecturally, like you said, yeah, they're, they're very similar. Um, and then, I'd be I'd probably be more worried about the engine mount location and keeping. That's effort. all the same. Okay, yeah, because so a lot of people put the S14 M3 engines into 2002s, and they're like direct bolt in.
1: Yeah, so you can you can probably put a 2002 block onto S14. Yeah, probably. Like I just don't know car. if there's like
0: a water passage difference. I, mean, I know all the the timing components are a lot different, but I I would guess you mm. probably could. The timing Make.
1: components, yeah, because it's dual rear cam and that's 14, isn't it?
0: Right, but it's all yeah. chain drive on both of them, so I'm guessing that the actual, as long as you put all the gears and the the guides on, even if you've got a, dr- a drill and dowel, the uh, M10 block mm-hmm. for S14 stuff, you could probably do it. Uh, the Le Mans winning, uh, I think two-time Le Mans winning GT40 in unrestored condition. Three. That's the orange one. I'm talking about the blue one. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Uh, the orange one I didn't see. You guys saw that one. Yes, we did. Um, I was actually talking to my buddy Harold Chef at Cars and Coffee. He drove his nine twenty eight S or no GTS manual out there. Yeah, six That's... six days of driving round trip. By, by the way, talking about a perfect car, that is what that car is made for. It's for driving to
1: Car Week. That's the only reason the nine twenty eight. <laughs> Pretty much.
0: Is... I, I was a little mad he didn't take his Citroen SM out there because I think that also would have been the perfect vehicle to drive yes. to Car Week. Um, but anyway, he, he was showing a, me it, a, a bunch of pebble.
1: Citroen was some featured market Pebble Beach. What it the It was hell?
0: one of the citru- or sorry, one of the featured marks.
1: Well, I can tell you what well, wasn't Porsche.
0: <laughs> what are you doing, Harold? Thank goodness for that. Well, I I don't know. I, I think he he literally just wanted to put miles on it because he bought it from a collector that hadn't driven it in like six years. Oh, that, and it that was, makes perfect sense. It was sense. consuming some oil, and now after the trip, it wasn't.
1: Shocking. <laughs> right. It's like That's the very the, rings,
0: the rings settled or something. But anyway, so yeah, it was that the two-time winning blue GT40 that I saw. That thing was awesome. The Alain Prost F1 world championship f1 car awesome i wish i could have seen that oh my god like i was just walking by this trailer and this old short italian man with like the really weirdly shaped chest was talking to me about the cars rolling out it's like oh the adam Prost f1 car coming next i'm like oh cool so you want a water or something i'm like no no i just want to see these cars thank you it probably wouldn't be water it'd be wine (laughs) and then he proceeds to pull out like a 1956 um Oh shoot! Lotus Formula One car, <laughs> and then like oh, okay. two McLaren Daytona prototypes. I'm oh. just like, what? The, like, nothing. We were talking about this. The owner was like the guy in like the Master of the Grill T-shirt yeah. with like super unkempt facial hair and nasty '80s glasses from a oh, serial murder. Awesome. Yeah, you'd probably love him. But <clears throat> so that the, that the Formula guy's One car on my level So, like billions of Lamont cars from the '80s and '90s. Oh, yes. I am opening my of shop. Ooh, okay. That sounded pretty, sounded pretty tasty. <laughs> it is tasty. It's, it smells tasty. But yeah, I mean, I, my first experience walking down the hill from the stupid rented Prius through the archway into the paddock was the one of the Walmart children oh. is, into, is into cars. And yeah. he had, I think, three Lamar cars from the late 80s, early 90s from Japan. Oh, cool. And Germany. I think he had a couple of Porsches, and he had a Nissan. And then he also had, like, uh, an old Pro Touring like Camaro or something or Mustang. Okay. And those yeah. were just like one of the first guys there. He just had them all parked in a row in the middle of the paddock. And it's like this is nice. <clears throat> so I got to see all that stuff. They're super It's unbelievable how small most of these things are in person. Oh yeah. You don't yeah. really understand like, oh, it looks so big. Like, no, like they're, they're running like 17-inch wheels and they're just tiny. No, I guess 787B <clears throat> is it oh, looks oh, like it's the so biggest pretty. car in
1: the world, but it's honestly probably has the same footprint as your a refrigerator. FJ like, yeah, probably. Like real, including Arrow, <laughs> it probably has the
0: same footprint in your driveway as an MJ. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. No, it, they're not big cars. I mean, and that makes sense. They're not heavy either. Um, a genuine Shelby Daytona. Yes, I saw. There were three of those there when oh we were God. there. There was only one that had been there when I I got there, but like that's one of those things. Really, like, you just assume they're faked, but like there, you know it's real. Yeah. But no, I, it, I know this just is, how rare those are.
1: I saw one car on the we just parked on the side road at Carmel by the Sea when okay. I was there. I'm like, that's a dope replica, and then I saw it the the same car, same number plate and everything, and it, I don't remember the whole number plate. I just remember it had like nine six five or something on it.
0: Was it um, like H nine six five FKL or whatever the Falklands wore? Yeah, <laughs> <plate> <laughs> oh my was god, from Top Gear.
1: Um, no, but it had this. It had, I remember the numbers on the number plate. It, sure. was, it was the same one. I. I saw a Carmel as I saw
0: it that's the car onto the car I constantly panic. went looking back through my photos to make sure that that's the car I was looking at because there's so many of them. Oh yeah, and like are. you guys were saying, like I never want to see a 570s again the rest of my life because oh, yeah. they're thick on the ground like Camrys out there.
1: Oh, all right. So if you've never been to Car Week, imagine a go traffic is one out of every ten cars is a supercar or a hypercar. Or and, something
0: vintage and crazy. No,
1: no, I'm going to say just... Because then there would be probably like one out of every seven cars. Um, but one out of every ten is a supercar or a hypercar. Mm-hmm. Then out of that one out of ten, one out of ten of those is a McLaren product. Like, yeah. it was just ludicrous. I feel like that's the daily
0: driver of the people that do vintage racing.
1: Yeah. I feel like... No, I think the McLaren is just like the go-to hypercar for the Silicon Valley type people. Because if you think about it, it's like yeah. the one that's like all like the highest tech yeah, and all that's that true.
0: shit. It's, it's regionally appropriate. Yeah. Yes. So
1: we're really close to Silicon Valley. So I would not be shocked if a lot of people just took a day trip out in their McLaren 570S or whatever it's called. And that thick
0: four lane solid block of traffic jam. Oh, did you have horrible traffic? No, but I, the other way it did when I okay. was coming back to SFO. Like it was like from uh, what's the, the garlic capital... Oh, Gilroy Gilroy, from Gilroy to just past San Jose It was just a parking lot the other direction I honestly did not have that bad of traffic I had perfect traffic I, think the... I drove down there at 2 in the morning And I drove oh, yeah. back at like 10pm the, oh, nice.
1: the worst traffic was when um, this Waze or something directed us through Santa Cruz Oh yeah, And put us on these weird that.
0: side roads It was so stupid Well, I saw that, like I zoomed out I'm like, why is it telling me to go here When there's signs for the place I want to go And I like hit the roots thing and I I just flipped it back to the 101, and it was like 15 minutes faster to take the 101. Oh yeah, you I'm took like, the
1: 101, yeah. Well, the mine you know,
2: was to faster. Take the PCH.
1: Yeah, I to. I took the PCH one way. I took the 101 the other. I guess. You know the thing is the 101 like compared to the PCH is not very pretty. But if you compare the 101, PCH to, isn't that great up in North Cal. As I say, yeah, as I say, up in North Cal, it's not that great. Um, but the thing is, if you compare 101 to like 35W, it's
0: a really gorgeous road. Oh yeah. Oh dude, yeah. Yeah, and plus, like, I mean, it's the real... 20 minutes where it smells like pure fresh garlic, I oh, mean, yeah. oh yeah. It <laughs> exactly. makes me <her> super hungry. <laughs> and it's like, and now I want to look at all the garlic products that I have. I'm like, where did this come from? Did this come from the garlic fields of Gilroy? The garlic fields of Gilroy. <laughs> <laughs> we should make another Concord event and call it the garlic fields of Gilroy.
2: <laughs>
0: yes. <laughs> have it be for like farm trucks? Yep. <laughs> I would be totally game to see that. Yeah, and oh, yeah. Tucker would probably drive his Mazda all the way out there. I don't think Tucker could afford to drive there and back. Oh honestly. no, he but he would anyway. Yeah, no, he just like true. max out his credit card for looking at farm trucks. You, know, you don't need two kidneys. Yeah, exactly. More. But anyway, I guess keeping on the the fancy cars, uh, just like D-type race cars, Jaguar D-type race cars from the fifties, just thick on the ground. Yeah, like, you super and I, rare I,
1: saw car. It, I saw it. I saw every single. I think every single Lotus 11 ever made. <laughs> there were every one of them. But they had the... Um, I bet
0: there's been years where every every example of uh, a car model yeah. is, is there. Yeah, I'm sure there has oh, been.
1: Yeah. Uh, but no, I when we were there, we were watching the um, 1957 through 1965 uh, GT car racing. Okay. Um, there, the second running of that class was literally 25 lotus 11s and like three
0: lolas and five merlins oh my God. <laughs> it's just it was, ridiculous i saw an ancient lola there that i mean the thing looked like it had done battle on the track for like decades it just looks so faded and did, tired but did
1: you see that really really gorgeous blue Delahaye pre-war car with all the all the um the scallops like basically down its entire body
0: I doubt that was at Laguna Seca. It was, it was at Laguna there. Seca. Really? Oh, yeah. It was in pre-war alley. They were, well, they set that up after you left. Right. But I mean, there, there was a lot of pre-war shit unloading, but yeah, I don't think I saw that. It was a really, really cool I'm action. actually not too hurt that I didn't see that. It was it. a V12.
1: Cool. It's yeah. also pre-war. But I mean, it was a fairly modern V12. It was single red can. How many and... pieces was the block in? Uh, I think it was actually a single piece casting because hmm. it was a later 30s model. It was barely, oh, okay. it was barely pre-war. They probably had the
0: tech in the 30s. Yeah, yeah.
1: so it was, it was pretty cool. It was after uh, the Nazis gave
0: uh, Mercedes <laughs> unlimited budget to make whatever they want, and then everybody else had to keep up. I mean, the Germans were always really good at making engines. I mean, the, um, I forget what their World War II plane was called, but they had that Daimler V12 in it, and the engine was great, but their fuel was so bad.
1: Oh, the Heinkel. I don't know. There's a a Heinkel Bomber. The Messerschmitt. Oh, the Messerschmitt. Okay.
0: So that had the inverted Mercedes V12 in it. Okay. I didn't know it was inverted. Yeah, it's upside down. (laughs) Really weird. That's weird. So the V is facing down. Yeah, it's strange, but that was... Um, A great engine, but yeah, I think World War II, they had like 85 octane fuel in Germany and they had 130 (laughs) octane in America. (laughs) So like our planes with like the compound superchargers could fly at like two times the altitude with the power. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Anyway, wow, I I am ashamed of myself for saying so much war stuff. Oh, by
1: the way, one second.
0: (laughs) Anyway, moving on. I also saw this is really... For most people, I'm sure, that has walked by this thing. But I saw a 964 911 Carrera RS there. I saw that, In too. In perfect condition, that yes. white one. God, that's a beautiful car. Yeah, Super I'm,
1: rare. I'm still looking up... Um, or not looking up. I'm still editing photos for the Motorcall blog. So you'll be able to actually go on the blog and look up all these cars we're talking about. But, yeah, there's... I saw that 964. Um, It's a beautiful car. RM Sotheby's. There's a super, super early... uh, I think it was 73 or so was the first year of the 911 Turbo. I I thought
0: it was 74 or 76. But I, I think it might, might
1: have been 74. Might have been 74. But yeah, it was uh it was turbocharged and it had this like really awesome like retro 70s like vinyl livery on it and it had the checkered brown. No, 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 it was sil- it was white and yeah, it was white with a uh, silver vinyl. Nice. Um I was expecting like brown with dark oh, that'd brown be awful graphics. gross. No. But uh, the inside 70s. The inside was black and white and you know that cool checkered board oh. kind of Counts interior. Too- no, no, the checkerboard that they had
0: I don't know. I'm, I'm only really aware of Houndstooth.
1: It was uh, it was this uh, checkerboard uh, fabric that they had, but in the seats, they would change the size of the squares, like in the checkerboard. So like they'd start out really wide and they go really narrow, so oh. make the seats look deeper than they really were. <laughs> it was really weird to look at. I like, get totally fucked with your perception.
0: <laughs> Apparently, they had really good upholstery trimmers and back in the day like yeah oh, we actually put this in like two inches off to the side so <laughs> <laughs> the I know, seats right? all messed up
1: just ruined <laughs> ruined
0: <laughs> um, But i mean that car so, RS had beautiful seats too but i think they were leather so so you,
1: you said he saw a lot of ferrari too yeah
0: yeah i uh i was just walking around and one of the uh oh the big red trailers done a dennett I think Dennett Racing. I don't even know. One of the really big like NASCAR families or whatever. They yeah. also have collector cars. Shocker. Yeah. No, right and right. there was a yeah an F seventy LaFerrari in like plastic wrap on the lower level, and I, <laughs> I like saw it as I walked That's by. Awesome. I came back twenty minutes later, and a guy was like taking his shoes off and like walking into the car because it was hilarious. super close quarters. Yeah, they've been they were driving that around all day, but they had it plugged in to the the EVSE. That they brought with so they could drive it around the paddock in electric mode. <laughs> that's hilarious. <laughs> they well, fired it up with the It's the basi- V12, basically basically
1: a very expensive pit bike.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That the, that's the pit bike for, for wealthy folks. And um, that was sitting you, right you next to it. Right? Yeah, yeah. When Ryan's done with his article, I'll, I'll send him the link to all my So shit.
1: I saw the first Ferrari F fifty of my life.
0: Oh yeah, those are great.
1: <sighs> I, but this is the thing. Every time I've ever seen F forty of my life, f-40 or f-50 well i'm saying that 40 but for okay. comparison here every single time i've ever seen one at some point during the time i've seen it it's been behind a velvet rope right
0: are you talking about the one F... in wisconsin no that's like all behind a velvet rope
1: no all the f-40s i've ever seen oh. yeah it's like i've seen like five of
0: them yeah uh, you gotta go to the hawk the guy that's got one out in uh Elkhart lake it's super friendly
1: well no i mean they're behind a velvet rope but i mean like then they go take it out and drive it and then park it again behind the velvet rope
0: so gawkers don't ruin it I mean, you can't really blame them you can't really replicate the paint finish on those. The
1: only F fifty I've ever seen was parked on the side of the road half in the in the dirt in Carmel by the sea. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's the only time I've ever seen one. And then I later saw that same car parked outside of a Japanese restaurant in Carmel Valley and he was like precariously parked in between a Camry and a Prius and then
0: like flanked by crossovers. Can you imagine <laughs> parallel parking in F fifty? No. I wouldn't, that would be so terrible. I would not do that ever.
2: That's why he was half in the dirt.
0: Yeah, I guess I was like, yeah, just whatever. I'm off of the
1: road. Kinda yeah, I'm, I'm not in the middle of it. But I guess it's not that big of a of a swing for a F50B on the side of the road because I saw a Bugatti Chiron on the side of the road, like not too far away from there, and a Alpina Z8 on the side of the road. I saw like five different Alpina Z8s. Weird. Like, I mean those I, are really popular with rich old people. So. Yeah. Like I they were all there. It's I so I, I only saw like one
0: automatic one so much.
1: I only saw one normal Z eight. And actually I don't I think most of them are manual. All Z 8s are
0: manual, all Alpenas are auto.
1: Oh are they? Okay. So yeah, I, I saw the ones I looked in. So I guess I saw more than one normal Z eight. Oh good. Yeah. yeah, so, yeah if it's a six speed, it's a Z eight. Yeah. So, so I, I did see six speed Z
0: 8s so oh, yeah. Those are nice. But yeah, that that was pretty cool to look at, see all that. I actually found one that needed like the soft top didn't work, and like the headlights were faded, and it had like a, a ripple in the fender. But it was like it it's was for sale wholesale at a dealer in Florida for like 120 grand, and that's super cheap for one. of those. Uh, Yeah, I know that is. And we we're browbeating my father to buy it, and he <laughs> was too slow. Oh, oh, um, missed out on that. But I guess back to this uh, last couple things. It's, uh, Dino GT. Cool. Nice. Very cool. Dark blue, really beautiful color. Ooh. Detailed to the tens. That was of probably at one detailed. of the, probably the Italian concourse, whatever.
1: No, probably the quail. Maybe. The Italian uh, one, they didn't really, it, that's not like really on the same level as the quail. No, down. I know, like, yeah. but, you know,
0: Italian. Yeah. And then the last one was that uh, 250 GTO.
1: (laughs) The LWB Scaglietti.
0: Yeah, the one that apparently was the only one of 20 produced to finish every race it started, never be crashed in any of the races, and have the original engine and transmission preserved out of the car with a rebuilt two-spec V12 and transmission installed in it for driving uses. Yes. Wow. Yeah. No, that car is like... That car sold for $48.2 million. Yes, it did and I was just, like, <laughs> mouth-breathing all over it, looking in the interior.
1: I saw... The, uh, when we were at Southbees, we saw that, and the Ford GT40 and the Aston Martin DB412 or whatever it was. Um, saw that part at the... Like, they have them all in this, like, separate room. But the thing is, so to get in there, you had to uh, either be a bidder or have a press pass. So I procured I'm a couple... I'm very of, bitter. Yeah, I know, right? I had to procure a couple of... Uh, press passes, and allegedly, w- yeah, yeah. And when when you walk in, so <laughs> the cars there's like three stages you get to till you get
0: into the room where that is. Okay. The first part is are they like various stages of quarantine, basically. <laughs> yes. No, they literally are. <laughs> they are because like the first. <laughs> That's funny. So
2: the basically it's part of the hotel and the convention center. Okay. And you walk into the hotel lobby and they have a bunch of just cars that anyone can look at.
1: Well. I, I wouldn't say just Just, just cars. cars. Like, but they had a, a Ferrari 155 uh, hardtop okay. that was a Millie Miglia car.
0: Yep, I, I know exactly what you're talking about. Yes. But
2: anywho, so just like...
0: that That's a quote-unquote normal car. Normal car for... Right.
2: <laughs> you have to realize we're at the a Sotheby's auction. So there's cars in, like, the hotel lobby yeah. that anyone can look at. And then you go into a room, and then it's more... Uh, like, there was a Kuntash that was a built. A, a Kuntash? A
0: Kuntash. Is that like a Kuna Matata mixed with a yes. Kuntash? Yes. that's well, kind of interesting.
1: It was, it was uh, uh, made for a princess. A princess. Fa- princess
0: Fatima of oh. uh, Saudi Arabia. Yeah. I was hoping it was made for Simba. Oh. But
1: this is the thing Prince Walid took care of it because she never drove it. Okay. And so the car is the most well preserved Kuntash ever. Like, everything is flawless. They had, like, they had special, like, pdi plastic made that was perfectly cured like to fit the seat and everything and they like put literally had it in a bubble and prince Walid would personally drive it around the grounds to make sure that it had like the engine didn't seize up or anything yeah so the card never really did anything mm-hmm. it existed for the sole purpose that a kintosh exists for the aesthetic of the
0: vehicle, having yes. really nice photos taken for poster yes. usage. Exactly, <laughs> that's what that car exists for. But yeah. So
2: this second room, if you like, you could walk in well, you know, without a without passes or bidding, but it was strongly discouraged.
1: Hmm. Well, all right. So it was. This is this is the thing. There was, was no there security somebody, guard. Okay. Right. Yeah, th- there was there was ample security, like dudes in suits. Like with like ear but pieces. this room didn't but
2: have security. It was so just kind of Mr. Broken. Anderson.
1: So leave yeah. So before you went into the second room, you also had like the, the Rothmans nine five nine. Oh it, yeah. And then um, what was Porsche's Le Mans car from around the time the seven eighty seven B was racing from the late 80s yeah, early nineties? Yeah, I think it's like a nine six two or something. Yeah, I, the nine six two or whatever was that was. The red one? No, this one was also Rothmans. Okay. Uh, those two were both for sale and for viewing. Um, but then you walk into the separate room that Jana was talking yeah. about, yeah. and the first thing you see is you see a uh, McLaren F1 GT. Oh God! <laughs> this I've, is, I've
0: yet to see a McLaren F1 in person.
1: Oh, I saw three. It was pretty cool.
2: They
0: were at Laguna Seca when I was there, so.
1: Oh, two of them were at Laguna Seca.
2: Yeah, well, I was there early after so. the bidding. So. Yeah.
1: Um, yeah, and then there was, uh, was like I think it was an RS two hundred or something, yeah. and then. Um. What was Ferrari's closed roof racer that was like mid engined from the mid 1960s? No idea. It was after the 250. And it wasn't 375. I think it was like, it, it was something, it ended in PP. I forgot what it was.
0: <laughs> yeah, I not mean, right. Pee-pee.
1: But like, that's the first thing you see when you walk in. I'm like, all right. It's very
0: Italian. It's a PP.
1: It's like you walk in, you're like, all right, this is already tight. Like, this is like all of everybody's favorite cars. So, what and part then,
0: of the,
2: sorry. And then, like... Well, we're not done. because like no, no, I, I wanted to ask kind in. of a non-sequitur.
0: Yes. Yeah, what? Um, your uh, your episode that we put up on Thursday or whatever, yeah. wh- we're actually on premises of... We, that was, that was, that was in, in the media center. Yeah, okay. that, the media center. Okay. So We tried
2: to be a little quiet. No, it,
0: yeah. it turned out fine. I was just curious um, where you were.
2: But, yeah, so then the other room you would walk in, and this one actually had a security guard uh, sanctioned in front of it, but they weren't really looking at your passes. They would, like... You they, didn't have to them. They would make sure them. you had
1: something. Well, when were, you were in the. They they were checking these things. Because when you were in the restroom, I was walking around. I watched somebody try to walk into the second room without a pass. Mm-hmm. And they were like. A security guard stopped them and they continued walking. And then, like, those men in suits I mentioned like escorted yes. them away.
2: Um, ah. But anything, <laughs> so, so I, ma- I would imagine
1: would only you get beaten <laughs> behind a trash can somewhere. They oh, would yeah.
2: casually <laughs> look at your passes, you know. that not They would make sure it said Sotheby's, but. Yeah. They didn't really care who you were. And then, um, you know, this room was big. It had a giant display with three or four cars in the center. And Mm -hmm.
1: then... There's... Yeah, there's three in the center. And then you had... Two on each side, and then the money
0: that goes into these things.
2: Each car on on the side had its own poster about its racing heritage, <laughs> or and, just its or heritage, where, or you know. just its heritage. Probably pretty lengthy. I, I think I think
1: in that in that room, my favorite car I saw was this like 1920s Bentley, right? Like, like limousine was huge, absolutely massive. It was probably too bad it wasn't a Bugato. It was right. probably about it was about a meter longer than like a 77 Eldorado. Holy crap. That's I mean massive. Yes. So
2: Is this one with the one with the Crystal Cock?
1: Yes, it's the Crystal Cock car. Mm. It was owned by a Maharaja during Oh, the, it, it's the part British, of that. Okay. Yeah, during the British occupation. Yep. <laughs> Those cars most of the a second Royce we're going to have yeah. to
2: ring this a million times. Yeah, and, so now you
1: um but then there was uh there was also a Alpha Eight C that was the original Eight C, not the new right. one. Right. Yeah. Um, that was owned not by I'm blanking the guy's name, but he was he was uh, he was Enzo Ferrari's teammate during the um, like when he was at racing for Alpha. So too pre pre-war for me. Yeah. They also had a uh, like a late twenties Mercedes uh, Roadster. That was pretty hmm. tight uh massive like engine roadster An
0: ssk or whatever those things were yeah
1: well i think it's just the ss because the ssk would k means klein i thought it meant supercharged no i think k means klein oh well because i know today it means klein did it mean compressor back then
0: i don't know i thought ssks were supercharged
1: it might be i'm not sure but anyway yeah it was a mercedes right, no, roadster I'll google it on this one but um what what else was in that second room
2: There was a huge display for.
1: I think I think it was a like a super rare Aston Martin.
2: They were all
1: Aston Martin. I don't care.
0: I know, but you're still wrong. I don't
1: care. You're still wrong. I don't care.
2: Let me me look up. Still wrong. Well,
1: you 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 look up what that display is. I'm gonna talk about like what you'd have to do to enter the room where the Ferraris were. So then you go behind the display. You have this long hallway that's like all the lights are turned off in this room.
2: Filled with photos of the Ferrari.
1: This long hallway where you had photos, not just of the Ferrari, but photos of the cars in the room, like in period when they were racing. Okay. if you look at the end of the long hallway, there's a pedestal. And on this pedestal, there's a single light shining down. At the 250 GTO, oh, of course, it was so cool.
2: I was really shocked that it wasn't one of those spinning pedestals. K
0: stands for short wheelbase, yes. Okay, yeah. So it was the it was the long wheelbase. stands and... for cursor rod stud.
2: Oh, they were all McLaren.
0: Yeah, yeah it, it was, was automatic. Look at that.
1: No, the, that's that that's the McLaren. And, and they were the all Jeepers. supercharged. Okay, yeah. So, um, yeah. Then when you flanking the Ferrari was the Aston Martin and. Aston, I don't care. And Still the I'm not going to ever. You're a professional. Porsche. Fix it, uh, Fuck me. off!
0: I'm gonna take away your microphone.
1: And um, the uh, the Ford GT40, oh, the, the orange one. Uh, it was actually more of a gold, but Whatever, yes. yeah, yeah. I was looking at Harold's photos. It was the most ridiculous way I've ever seen in my life. But and yeah, that is saying something. Like when you're outside, you had a Mercedes CLK GTR, and you had a Eos- uh, Eosetta Francini.
0: And like the Carrera GT that was there was yeah like humdrum.
1: And the Carrera GT and uh silver on white. or uh, yeah, silver on white Countach 25th anniversary edition. Hashtag like,
0: save the Buster.
1: Yeah, like all these ridiculous cars that like normally under any other circumstances would be under armed guard, but compared to these cars inside, <laughs> it was just absolutely ridiculous. I I uh, I said to Ben during my during our interview, I'm like, this is prob- also
0: you didn't do the Mondial challenge with him.
1: Yeah, it did the yes. Mondial dilemma? Yeah, he said J th- uh, J Series V six Oh, Honda. Okay. Perfect. I did, must have missed the, it somewhere. No, the problem is he he really honestly gets a rash from European cars. <laughs> so he just like he he wow. can't he he tries really hard <laughs> to care. <laughs> <laughs> he tries so hard and it just doesn't go anywhere. <laughs> Fine. <laughs> um, but the um, but yeah, so the yeah, just the cars that you saw, they were just totally ridiculous. And mm. what I said to Ben was. This is the worst place on earth to be if you have any communist sympathies at all. Like this will <laughs> radicalize you. It, it's it will radicalize you to a point that you join like a communist ISIS. <laughs> <laughs> oh my word!
0: It's just awful. If I feel you feel like that's a little bit of a slippery slope or a non sequitur, but maybe
1: not. <laughs> <laughs> oh
0: my god. Um, but yeah, no. So,
1: it, yeah, it was a, it was a really cool event, and then we also Southa during their outside exhibition Mm -hmm. they have some really cool stuff there they had
2: the the, uh, lamborghini that was tried that that one of them Lamborghinis. yes the Lamborghini that was uh (laughs) supposed to i think it went up for a um, bidding war against the hummer for the uh oh the lambo rambo
1: oh the
0: lm002 yeah
1: yes but it was one of 40 that were carbureted oh oh yeah. Really? Most of Sup- them are injection? Yeah. Yes. Super super early ones are carbureted. Huh, I figured they were all carbies. Yeah, no, the uh, the Coontosh was carbureted up until about like eighty six or eighty seven. Oh, okay. And that's when they switched to fuel injection. And mm-hmm. the Rambo Lambo, the first forty of them were avail or I think it was the first hundred of them you could get available sure. with carburetion. And of that forty had carburetion. huh. Um, so there was that there's that really beautiful black Gullwing that you saw
2: oh there was just so many cars that i just i saw and i was like i never thought i would be able to see this in person oh yeah. this close the
0: actual uh 007 db4 and i was gonna say not only being able to see like an example of said car but like the one you're familiar oh, yeah. with, the the and one, <laughs> the
1: one that that was used. It wasn't the one with all the gadgets loaded up. But it was the one that was used by Pierce Brosnan during that chase scene against oh, the uh, against Anatop. Yeah, against Anatop. Oh, um,
2: and like the thing is, so like we had press passes, right? And like I was like dressed not to the nines, but I was dressed up, and I still didn't feel like I belonged. I was like wearing a pearl necklace. Well, you guys are still pretty young. And, so. Yeah, and heels. was well, no, the,
1: there was a guy. Yeah, this guy that um. That Brian um, helped. uh, That Brian sold the uh, Midnight Purple to R34 to. Yeah, he was like in his like early twenties.
0: Yeah, but he was using it as he would a golf cart. Yes. Yeah, basically. Yeah, but still.
2: Um. Um, But yeah. So like. I mean, I knew a lot about these cars, and a lot of the people looking were, you know, wives that didn't really care, that were oh, trying yeah. to just buy probably something. Probably a lot of bored faces. Yeah, and, like, they were all wearing, like, yoga pants and stuff, and I was like...
0: You have my attention.
2: Yeah, there was a lot of yoga pants. Oh. It, was, it was a very nice view.
1: Actually, I think probably the single most beautiful car I saw, like, just as far as, like, actual, legitimate pure beauty... Bernie Eccleston's Rolls-Royce was there. His uh,
0: his pre-war black one was so gorgeous.
2: But, yeah, so, like... (sighs) Was, I need
0: to turn your mic down while you eat. That <laughs> chomping is. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm Very hungry. But it, just walking. Oh, it's so good.
2: <laughs> just walking through, like, because this was like outside, but it was also sectioned off from the public. Was but, it section
0: eight off from the public?
2: No, because it was like you know more like gated community oh.
0: off um,
2: from the public. So and, what we're
0: gonna do to Conway? Yes. Okay.
2: Perfect. And uh, it was <laughs> like almost walking into a fairy tale because I was kind of like. I'm not in a real place right now. Like, none of these cars should be like near each other. Right. Let alone in the same. I feel place. like none of
0: these cars are friends. Why
2: yeah. are they here? It All right. So,
1: in just so you kind of understand, like, what we're doing with here, the shittiest car that was there, uh-huh. I probably would have to say is either a Ferrari, um, two eighty eight. Or oh god, I love the 280. Yeah, a or a 350 SL convertible. I think those are the two lowest valued cars there.
2: Yeah, and it was <laughs> just kind of like
1: unlike this five million dollar Mondial. Yeah, yeah, it was a gooding. I we could not get into that one because you had to, you basically had to sneak into Pebble Beach mm-hmm. to get there, and then you'd have to sneak in with press passes. And oh it's like, god, the amount of just ha- riff-raff I'd have to go through. facting about. Lo- yeah, yeah, to not look at the most expensive car in the world is just not worth it.
0: Yeah,
2: yeah. no,
1: it's all bonus um, and whatnot,
2: but we But uh, Japanese and Car did get one press pass there, so we do have access to pictures from there. Okay. But it's just been, like, just going to Sotheby's, because uh, my dad and I uh, watch Chasing Classic Cars all the time. Yeah. So, like, going to Sotheby's for me was, like, Oh my God! Like well,
0: and Karine was at Pebble and that auction.
1: Oh, yeah. you know what we forgot to talk about? The second floor.
2: Oh, the second floor was my favorite. It was filled with Mercedes and Porsches, and I, there was one room. So like a
0: not shitty Legends of the Autobahn.
2: Yes, my. You you take oh
1: the you would take the escalator up. And you, like you can't see what's on the second floor. Like you think yeah. that there's nothing there. You take it up, and as you cross the escalator, the first thing you see is a Lancia Stratos.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. And then yeah, an awkward looking vehicle.
2: Ryan was taking pictures, and I think he lost me for a good forty-five minutes because I was too busy staring at pagodas mm-hmm. and gull wings. Uh-huh. And super
1: super early, oh. uh, series one um Jaguar E types? Oh yeah. The ones where
0: they had the Those are way different looking. where,
1: where they had the uh the engine clip like holders. One second.
0: <laughs> Less- where you
1: had the engine holders on the outside of the or not the holders, the, the tie-downs bonnet. Yeah, that, the, yeah, the tie-downs the tie downs for the bonnets. Uh they're on the outside. Well, they weren't leather, they were chrome, but yeah. Oh, well, the ones I saw were leather. Oh no,
0: that's D type I'm thinking. Yeah, D type, E type. Yeah.
1: Uh and then there's also a Maserati that's on the list of things that you're bringing up here from um I think you have to go up.
2: But yeah, we saw that. Look at that
0: stupid Duesenberg. I that one I oh sorry forty eight point four million dollars for that GTO. Yeah, inclu- including
1: everything else. That wasn't. Yeah, I don't know the,
2: what Duesenberg the Duesenberg. Duesenberg was. was. I just spilled. I didn't spill pop, but I knocked it over. Um, yeah,
1: that's that. That wasn't it. But yeah, no, there was a a really really gorgeous uh, Maserati uh, Zagato. That was there. We oh, also, five hundred and fifty A was on the second floor. Oh, here we go. Yeah, yes. that one, the A six G mm-hmm. two thousand. Yeah,
0: four point five million dollars. It it's ah, a bargain. T- yeah,
2: that is like you, c- you
0: could buy ten of those for the price of that GTO.
2: Oh yeah. But yeah, it, it was just. I think for me, Sotheby's was the most fun because you saw the widest range of cars.
0: Better than Laguna Seca or Pebble.
2: Not, I wouldn't say better. Laguna Seca was a different experience. Yeah, as uh, far
0: as shows, but as go. Far did you go for the, the p- shows? Um, went. were your uh, Pebble admissions the early ones or the later ones in the day?
1: Well, we we didn't go. We didn't get we didn't go concourse, to concours, okay. but no, we had to. I had to sneak into Pebble Beach, the city. Oh, which was walled off and <laughs> locked up. To just get to infinity. And I had a press pass. Like, that was the worst part. Is that just like lie to three yards to get through and then like nearly Allegedly. run one down. And it was just ridiculous. <laughs>
2: and then they told us to bring our friends.
1: Yeah. All right. So we're at uh Japanese automotive invitational, right? Okay. And the guy that's hosting it, uh, it's from infinity he says, yeah, take pictures, share them on Instagram and social media and tell your friends to come. And I'm like, who the fuck do you think my friends are? The Habsburgs? Like, what? Like I actually said that like under my breath.
2: <laughs> like it's just
1: the most ludicrous. I don't think. I really don't think that the people from Infinity understand what it goes through to get in there. Oh, of course not, because it's easier for them. <laughs> yeah, like it is it is that? I think that one sentence kind of sums up the weekend. Yeah, tell your friends to come. And they're just not going to be allowed to go anywhere. They'll be able to yeah. walk around in Monterey. Oh, yeah. They told us. Like we're
2: watching
0: you via webcam.
2: So how you get into Pebble Beach, for people who don't know, is 17-mile drive. And we are talking. How long is it? 17 miles, it's I assume. Oh. It's
1: 17 miles, not including curves. It's 17 miles is a straight shot. Anywho, but I'm not a bird. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And so you, you also can't walk through people's front yards and living rooms.
2: Uh, So anywho. So we, we got to the, you know, guard station, like you would if you're going into a national park. And um, we s- were stopped by the first guy and we're like, can we drive through? We've got press passes. And he's like, no, you can't. And we're like, oh. And I then we're was
0: at- not expecting that.
2: I was like, well, what can we do? He's like, you can walk, but it's a long walk. And we're like, what the f- fuck like this guy just like straight up was like kind of sending like you can walk if
1: he's he's basically like, fuck off and i'm yeah. like I, I said to him because I, I was done arguing with him like you clearly have enough money to live here i'll be on my way and then just drove off and he he obviously did not live i, I think he drove in from salinas I ca- yeah <laughs>
0: i kind of gathered from
1: here. yeah i uh but i, I came at, I every time when i when i get mad i get like really really savage i like I like take a second to just like sum up a person, and I was like, all will have like one single insult just like rips them to the core.
0: There you go.
2: <laughs> yeah, but so I found all th- of
0: your weaknesses, and here they are. Yeah, here, here, here they are.
2: It <laughs> was interesting, and like we were told that it was like a casual event, so we're in our, you know, normal going to car show gear because yeah. we put packed away our Sotheby's outfits. Yeah, and we're like, we'll just go in, you know, t-shirts and jeans, and um, I felt so out of place until I saw this girl with greasy bleached hair that, with a shirt that said, fuck off
0: hmm.
2: Nike sliders and toe tattoos. And I was like, all right, I'm obviously allowed to be I belong here. here. I was like, I feel a lot better about myself now.
1: <laughs> so, well, all right. So I kind of want to talk about, um, some of the auctions. Sure. Cause in all honesty, if you go to Monterey car week, and you're trying to do it on a budget, uh, you can go just to the auctions. Yeah. You can go to every single one of the auctions, spend as much money as you would going to just concours, and get as good of a show. Is, is
2: that microphone on?
0: It is now. It sounds awful. <laughs> I'll wait.
2: Bye, Scott.
0: All right. You can, I'll,
1: I'll, I'll wait for you to turn that down. Okay, anyway. <laughs> um so, whatever I have to. Yeah, you do. Um yeah, so if if you want to go to Monterey on a budget, see so get as much as you can for your dollar. Yeah. If you spend, you know, probably I think it's around three hundred dollars to get just visitation passes to the three ba- to like the four auctions. Because it's one hundred for RM, it's one hundred for gooding, and then it's like two fifty or I think it's like twenty five bucks for the for like Russell and Steel and for Meekum, if you do those four auctions, you'll see as much cool stuff as you would at just concours for sure
0: um, but um the Pebble Beach Concour and the pre reunion will actually let you see the cars like running, which is big for me
1: that that is huge, yeah,
0: um, and not all of the Pebble Beach passes let you do that either if you do the um uh the later in the day ones, I think. Yeah. The cheaper one, the $325 version. Yes. The cars aren't running. Yeah. And there's a bunch of people there. But if you pay the $825 version... And you get the Don Patrol. Yeah. You actually don't get champagne, which I looked into, which sucks. Ooh. I mean, you get two free drinks and like a nice breakfast and a nice lunch. Yeah. But no unlimited champagne, which is bullshit. Um, but anyway, then you actually go when it's only you guys and the judges and you can walk around with the judges as they're like talking to the owners of the cars That firing to me, them would up. be pretty huge yeah. yeah and i was talking to Harold this morning he's like you have to do the vip you have to it's not worth it otherwise i'm just like oh, okay so i guess next year it's going to be a hella expensive weekend
1: yeah i'm i'm so unsure if i'm going to do um Conquerors next year it's i i got to get a house first <laughs> like that's just i'm not I doing know, that that's while renting i know
0: it's so much money
1: yeah it's I, I'm pretty sure I might go next year, but yeah, definitely not doing that. Yeah, I hear you. um, but I think uh, with I, I went to Hagerty and kind of looked up like what some of the statistics were on sales because they do all the insurance for a lot of these cars, um, and they did like they had, like the five cars that, like, broke the price estimates and stuff. Yeah, and, uh, and then they also did uh, kind of what they learned, and then the biggest sales. Uh, and I think the cars that really stood out to me—that uh, Mercedes CLK GTR was parked outside. Oh, yeah. That yeah. was four point five million dollars. Uh, there was a, a there was a F FJ sixty Land Cruiser, which mm-hmm. was like the eighties Land Cruiser. Yep. yep. Uh, Thirty four thousand dollars, which is ridiculous. Yeah, um, but it's, I mean it's perfect. That's very true. <laughs> um, and then uh, yeah, there's a nine twenty eight that was a hundred and forty thousand dollars, and it was an auto. Yeah, it, was, it had 42,000 miles on it. I know, yeah. but that sold for just bananas money. Yeah, and then there, yeah,
0: there's also the 02 M5 that was 176 with, yeah. like, no miles on yeah, it Yeah, delivery at all. miles. That's yeah. incredible. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's an awesome car, but it is not $176,000 awesome.
1: But I think uh, if you look on the one about, like, kind of the lessons they learned, the first sentence, or the first part of that sentence on that headline is fantastic. The Haggerty article is entitled, Pre-war Cars Aren't Dead and Other Lessons from the 2018 Monterey Auctions. I disagree. Well, the thing is, actually, they kind of go into, it, and I kind of, I'm, I'm inclined to agree with them because, well, first off, you love pre-war, yeah. But the thing is, the Duesenberg SSJ one had never gone to market, so they didn't have, they didn't have anything to like base what the price right. would be off no of estimate, yet. yeah, no <laughs> estimate. Um, but the thing is, is all these people that had the best pre-war cars yeah. had them locked away in collections for the last thirty years. So yeah, of course nobody was buying them because they literally couldn't. However. Like, you had school. All these old users are dying. Well, so. I, I, <laughs> I like, was wondering if that's where you were going yeah. with,
0: you know what's cool.
1: Yeah. Now, now, now they're all kind of dying. We're all getting a chance again. And it's... Uh, there is one car that's actually... The
0: resurgence of prior. There's,
1: there's a car that actually I saw that was really cool. Is this uh, Delage, like 1934 Delage, um, super or, uh, Group S race car, which... Had depreciated from a peak of four hundred thousand dollars to one hundred and forty thousand dollars, all original with all the, like the documentation, and everything. Yeah, it's just that it's a defunct brand, Mark, and it was most of the people that knew what a Delage
0: is kind of died off. Right, so, and I'm it's like, like nobody really that. cared about it that I can't much. not get this serviced in my small town,
1: and I'm like, that's the one I want. <laughs> that car is so <laughs> fucking cool. <laughs> um, but yeah, they also. Uh, Hagerty also has the in depth look at the, um, I think the, yeah, the 10 biggest sales. So that Maserati Zagato that we saw was 4.5. That's 5. Still up on the screen. Yep, that's yep. up on the screen. The GTR 4.5. Uh, the Porsche 550A Spider 4.9 was not a little bastard, but it looked just like it. Um, 55 Ferrari 500 Mondial
0: uh, S2 Spider. Well it's called, a Mondial.
1: Yeah. Uh, well, it's not a Mondial. Yeah, sure. It's called a Mondial. <laughs> um. $5 million. Maserati A6 GCS 53 Spider, 5.1. Ferrari 250 GT, not a GTO.
0: Tour de France, though.
1: Yeah, that is true, as I say that. Um, That was 6.6. Ford GT40, the gold one, uh, 9.7. The Austin Martin, oh, uh, DP 215 competition prototype. That was the one I was trying to think of the name on. 21.4. Jesus. And then the Duesenberg, 22 million. And then finally the Ferrari was 48. If that Ferrari was not in the room, the highest selling car of Monterey Car Week would have been a Duesenberg.
0: Thank God. Wow.
1: I just think it's really cool. Thank God the Ferrari was there. I'm just happy that car exists.
0: I'm happy that something non-pre-war won the maximum dollars.
1: God, I can't wait. Should
0: I
2: I, ring the bell?
0: Oh, we did mention the Duesenberg, so.
1: Yeah. All all I'm saying is that pre-wars are actually selling generally better than Ferraris right now. Think of that. I think that's pretty cool. I hate pre-war cars. Well, I mean, apparently the market doesn't agree with you, and I'm a mi- microcosm of the market, as we have learned. No,
0: you're not. But we did also go to like the biggest pre-war event of the entire world.
1: Yeah, but yes. it's also one of the biggest <laughs> Ferrari events. All the, all, all the record prices for Ferraris. Yeah, but other than this car, every 62.
0: O- mm-hmm. Yeah, but every, mm-hmm.
1: all, every other... That also... Performed way under what is expected to, and so did every other Ferrari it that was, was sold. It was
0: within its expectation.
1: At the bottom of yeah, it, yeah, the very bottom, the very bottom. But most,
0: uh, almost every Ferrari that sold it was is at still the very bottom. Forty-eight and a half million dollars. No,
1: I understand that, but is expected to go between forty-five and sixty, and, yeah, and sixty. So it was at the bottom of what is expected to do. I understand. I'm not saying it's not worth much. All I'm saying is that they might be hitting a peak. And it looks like pre-war. I think Modi is hitting a peak. I think pre-war is not hitting a peak because pre-war seems to be going up higher. I don't like pre-war cars. I, do, I know you don't, but that doesn't matter because other people apparently do. Uh. And I love it. Anyway. I'm what? sad now. <laughs> Good. I'm glad. Um, so you went to a, the Car Week kickoff car
0: show. Yep. So just before I left back to the airport, I went to the first official event of Car Week, which is the downtown Monterey vintage car meet where they close off a block of downtown Monterey and they shove 30 of the vintage racers down there. Uh, it reminded me a lot of Pazzaluna, but not as good. Really? Not as good. That's, that's and, a bi- big thing to say. I know. I mean, the, the quality of the iron obviously is higher in Monterey, but the, like they, they did have music, but like, it wasn't the, that quintessential white haired live music dude. The street was a little too wide the, the shorter buildings really didn't lend itself that much to like focusing on the cars it wasn't as pretty as me downtown Monterey actually is not that pretty
1: no no it's a it is not pretty at all no yeah they, the only pretty cities in that area are Carmel by the sea yeah and um, yeah Carmel by the sea everything else is kind of ugly Oh Pacific Grove downtown Pacific Grove's kind of cute it's quaint I think that's where I stayed. That's just, that, near that.
0: That's the area where they have the parking in the middle of the street. Nope, I did yeah, not okay. see there. <laughs> but anyway, um, they had uh, some people, representatives from the auctions, that okay. were talking about uh, a lot of the provenance of the the cars there. And like, just as I was walking back after saying my goodbyes to the people I met, I overheard on the PA, like there was a 19, I think 51 Jaguar XK 120 or whatever the yeah. coupe thing was. Yeah. Like, I drove it 4,700 miles oh my God. To, to get to Monterey. Like, he drove the damn thing. I mean, that's from a great, like From, like, Maine or something. That's a fantastic drive, but I would not trust a Jaguar of any age. Yeah. yeah. And, like, the fuel economy. New, I wouldn't trust it. Actually, no, the, the fuel economy, those <laughs> wasn't that bad. Uh, that's it's that, probably still pretty terrible.
1: No, I was 20. You're in the, like, kind of like mid
0: 20s. I for, was going to say, like, maybe mid to high teens.
1: I think it's I think it's like how like how high,
0: high, highway is going to be uh, maybe 20s huh? I don't know it depends on the gear ratio and all that but like the thing was fully set up for like time trial or time attack or not time uh, trial that's awesome. so it had like the big old stopwatches mounted to the dash Oh road rallying yeah sure yeah, yeah time, for road rallying time trial whatever you call uh, that thing um and, and just all uh, the this lined with leather driving gloves and I had love like this the, the snap on cover for the I think my favorite thing is that guy did that in what was like the fastest car in the world yeah. at one point. Yeah, that <laughs> was hilarious. Shit, it was that was cool. I mean, there was a lot of really interesting stuff that showed up downtown. I don't know if it was like you, know, you're I'm... invited down there or if you just volunteer because it no, wasn't you, the. Full. I think the cars were invite. Okay. Yeah, because um, the M3 Sport Evo got down there, but like the other stuff, there really didn't seem to be a lot of method to it. Like it certainly wasn't the rarest stuff. No, it's just a, it was it was a free event. So right. That, yeah, it's like um,
1: exotics on the Ave, which I did not go to. However, I saw them setting it up. That was kind of cool. I spent most of my time in Monterey at the brewery. Oh yeah, it was an all right brewery. It wasn't great. No, I, Al- California Al, Al- I, or whatever. Yeah, the hell it was called. Uh, Californians get their shit together with beer. Yeah, I know. Uh, I think I had a single beer the entire had... time I was in <laughs> California cause everything else. I... Did you go into that brewery? Yeah, we had a <laughs> we had a beer with her, with Jan's sister there.
0: So did you notice that there were like forty taps, two of which were drinkable? Yeah, because <laughs> all the rest of them were IPA or double IPA.
1: Yep. Yeah, every single one. Or there was some weird sour that nobody
0: actually. Liked. But it was a sour IPA too. Like it, yeah,
1: they had like a sour uh, IPA, like a margarita IPA. Just stop it, breweries. Yeah. But yeah. anyway,
0: yep, that was the kickoff event I did after go straight to the airport from that, and then you guys came. I think five, six days after that. So, was Jai the first thing you guys? Looked? No, no, no. That was okay. the the very first thing I did was
1: uh, the. Um, bring a trailer, barbecue. Okay. Jana saw her favorite car in the world there.
2: A Renault 5 Turbo 2.
1: Oh, yeah. In yes. red. Uh-huh.
0: I love the tires on that thing. Oh, yeah, and the <laughs> gaudy wheels on it. Oh, God, yeah.
2: We um, happened to run into a Doug Demiro. <sighs> I did get mad. a
0: selfie from both of you independently <laughs> with Doug DeMiro in the background and Ryan's was just like the most unhappy look you can imagine on a man's face. We're so angry as <laughs> in the same area as that man.
1: This guy's got the worst kind of hook nose.
0: And Jana was like trying not to laugh face. I'm just like, oh yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah. God, I hate I hate him. The... <laughs> that was at the Bring a Trailer Barbecue? Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay.
1: I, I, What were we sneaking into? Oh yeah, we, well we snuck into uh, I snuck into somewhere. I forgot where it was. But anyway, I said my name was Doug DeMiro. Oh yeah. You in were case telling I, me about the like, car or something. Yeah. In case I got caught, I said my name's Doug DeMiro. So marked yeah, on my name. <laughs> um, Doug DeMiro. Um no, actually the, the BAT event was pretty cool. Um and, and no, I, I didn't actually say my name was Doug DeMiro. I just I would have if I had to. <laughs> but uh no the BAT event was really cool. Um, I met Mike Emery, the owner of BAT. Very, okay. very cool guy. Um, he
2: followed me around with the Reynolds. Turbo all weekend because yeah, I he knew th- how much I loved it.
1: <laughs> um, <laughs> he he, was, he is actually he he's a really really nice guy. I, I like Mike a lot, and uh, I would yeah if he's ever in town, I'd love to have him on the podcast. That'd but Um, pretty because much anyone we that we how met much
2: down much there. We love bring a trailer.
0: Oh, no, we were, do love bring a trailer.
1: There there are a couple people I have met that really were just uh from s- from
0: BAT. No no not from oh, BAT. Just, okay, just
1: yeah. some people that I met down there. Real sticking sticks in the mud. Um, oh, uh, you know the guy that did all of the Joe Cool Camel commercials? I'm aware of the commercials. Yeah, well, you know the guy did like, you know, he's like airbrushed, and that's how he was painted. Mm-hmm. That guy also, um, he's got a studio in Carmel, okay. and he does automotive artwork now. Oh, and nice. guy I told you, is that studio where the guy had the giant painting of Ayrton senna putting on his helmet? Same guy. Okay. Yeah, so he does a lot of really cool artwork. He had some really cool Ferrari pieces that would nice. look great in here.
0: Yeah, they're probably catching
1: Prints are about thousand dollars.
0: That's not awful if they're big.
1: Oh, and they're massive. Yeah. They're like the that's... size they're the size of your F J. Oh,
0: that's very reasonable. Yeah,
1: Like they're pretty awesome. Um huh. Huh. but yeah I so, think that would
0: suck but I kind of want one of those <laughs> I, I, I got this card for you don't worry okay <laughs> if I could uh, just like pay him $500 for the file and have it made maybe? I know right <laughs> <laughs> but um,
1: yeah no we, at the a trailer barbecue was really cool a lot of great stuff that Turbo 2 was there there was an the Audi RS2 Avant mm. like the only Audi Avant that you
0: actually care about yeah because it doesn't suck
1: yeah Um. did you know that it made an Alfa Romeo Julia wagon like the new one no, the no. original.
0: Oh. Uh, no, I've never seen one anyway. It is the coolest thing you've ever seen. Yeah, the original Julia is sexier than hell. So, uh, adding wagon I to saw that. S-
2: so, uh, one of my students, uh, her mom's Italian and her name's Julia. And okay. it's spelled oh, like yeah, you were telling me about that. Julia. And so, I wanted to get pictures of Julia's for her. because Because sure. she's, she's moving out of my classroom into preschool this fall. And, um, unfortunately, that. she's in Italy right now. Fortunate for her, but I was gonna say, unfortunately, but I saw like I wanted to take a picture of like one or two Julia Julias. I saw at least one or two in my eye line the entire weekend. Yeah, uh, there was uh, there was
1: no point the entire weekend where there was not an Alfa Romeo within your line of sight, like as soon as
2: Julia or even while you were sleeping. Yes, yeah,
1: like no, I mean, (laughs) is the second I left my hotel room, uh, I out of the corner of my eye, I saw one drive down the street, and then. There was, yeah, at all points in time in traffic, there was a Julia somewhere within, you know, before the end of the horizon, like everywhere. There's always a Julia 90%
2: of them were, like, old race cars. Nice. Yeah, they were actually, like, nice Julias. They they weren't,
1: like, the clapped out ones that you see here, where it's just, like, it is by technicality. I've only seen nice ones here. I've seen some real stinkers where it's, like, the guy, like, keeps it running, Mm. and that's, like, about it.
0: Mm, I'm fine with that, too. Yeah. But, um. All right, what was after that? (laughs) <laughs> uh after that uh i went to bed <laughs> no, no, <laughs> i mean what after the bring a trailer barbecue oh uh, we ab- woke
1: after woke up and
2: we went to sotheby's yeah we went
1: to okay. sotheby's, so uh, sotheby's we yeah sotheby's about. was really cool um then we did uh laguna seca part one yes mm-hmm. um that's
2: when we just walked through all the paddocks we didn't sure. see much racing what day of the week was that that was friday friday okay. Yeah.
1: saturday was actual laguna seca racing that was jai um I, I actually the JAI event was super super cool the Japanese Automotive Invitational, uh, just because you know I was really expecting that to be full of suck.
2: Yeah, because <laughs> they did it very short notice.
1: Like they they had like I remember yeah, you, yeah you it's like there's like, there's like a month there's out. like yeah, a nice. month's worth of pre-warning and I'm like, <laughs> I'm like <laughs> pre-warning not, yeah I know right. Um... <laughs> I saw there was like a J thirty and like an EX thirty five. You guys talked about this a little bit on the podcast. Yeah, that (laughs) J thirty was from the collection. Was probably the best J thirty in the world. Oh, I'm sure. So like, if they had something that was like not a great car, like an
0: EX thirty five, like oh man, yeah, I know. Why you got to be like that?
1: It was it was was serial serial number one though. So, I it's like, I that's kind
2: of cool. And DX35. if everyone <laughs> follows the Motor Cult Facebook page, you saw my very important update from <laughs> JAI <laughs> yeah. on the Mazda 360.
0: Oh, man. That's too bad it was so noisy, but...
1: Yeah, yeah. There, was a, there was a 360. There was the um, this really, really gorgeous Isuzu uh, Bellet that was there. Hmm. Um, and I think that, that car might have been one of the most impressive cars I saw of the weekend hmm. because... It's the first time I've ever seen one in real life. Um, and I really like that car a lot. <laughs> and it's also, when you hear the nameplate of Zuzu, you think of like... Vans. Yeah, that kind of look like like trains. Like, they don't look pretty. They're no, very yeah. utilitarian. Yes. When Zuzu does it, it's like Hino. Like, Hino made one of the most beautiful Japanese cars as well. The Hino Contessa. But yeah, Zuzu with the Bellet is just gorgeous like it does not look like a japanese car it looks like alfa mayo it, <laughs> like it looks like it looks like coach built alfa mayo you've never heard of
0: <laughs> I um, mean, yeah they, like you said i mean there's, there's a lot of cars in history where like they had no history really of making it just out of nowhere made like, some fabulous it, it gorgeous cars. car
2: yeah. that started with salt shakers and moved on yeah they did Then
1: well, I mean, there's
0: yeah there's that and then a lot of like the early jaguar race cars yeah like those were all just like pet projects for like yeah. factory engineers yep
1: um like but no
0: uh, formal training at all.
1: This Zuzu Bellet, four cylinder, uh, dual red cam, twin side draft carburetor. Nice. With I five speed that. manual transmission. And what year was it? 1968. Yeah. That's awesome for that. And I out know. of Japan? I like, that's so cool. Like, 100 horsepower. Like, that's, that's great. Modern. Um, yeah. There was
2: go into a little bit more detail about how J.A.I. was set up. It was like, you know, when you go to the convention center for the uh, auto shows and yeah. each brand has their own little section. Yep. It was literally like that. It was just huh. that size. It wasn't very big. Sure. It was a, it was the
1: size of one of those sections. Yeah, one of those sections. Oh, yeah. Like it was the size it, it was a very small show. I think there might have been what, maybe 15 20 cars? Yeah, but but each, every, each one mattered
2: each huh. one mattered and even like there was just uh, an Acura that I saw and I was talking with someone we had uh, met the previous night at the Bring a Trailer event and we were talking and I was like I don't know why this uh, Acura is here like I I know that it's like I think it's Tahitian Green Pearl. No it was an Aztec
1: Green Pearl it, uh, Integra GSR. Yeah so like oh, I had nice. to ask
2: Ryan I was like why is this car special? I know obviously to be here it's special but what makes it special and
0: It was... um, Insanely rare color. Was it like one of the last production years? It was...
1: They had it available for both years. It was a super rare color. They only made 3,000 GSRs ever. They had a special B17 engine that was only available in that car in America. They never got that in Japan. Um, And that was like the first... It was the first Honda in America with VTEC. It was... Real VTEC. No, I mean a VTEC period. Like before that, no Honda sold in America car i should NSX say had VTEC. oh did it yes it did all right so yeah so i at first it was the first like affordable car um but yeah it was like an insanely what year clean did we
0: car get the LS tech
1: the LS tech is a swap that you do you do a ls engine yeah. a 1.8 liter engine
0: with a VTEC cylinder head yeah where does the cylinder head come from
1: uh cylinder heads come from well they originally come from b17s which are just a punch oh, okay. shot uh you. they're a uh they're punch shot b16 They come from JDM B16s Hmm. or B16A2s. Good to know. So, uh, yeah, no, that car was, like, super huge. (laughs) Um, And, like, they had, like, an Acura Legend Coupe, but it was flawless. Was it a manual? No, it was automatic. (gasps) But when I say it was flawless, I mean it was flawless. It better be.
0: Yeah. Because I still don't care.
1: I think probably the most boring car that was there was, like, a Nissan Figaro. No, I and when a Nissan Figaro is boring, yeah. right, those That's are, those pretty are cool. I think we all
0: unanimously <laughs> at this table. No, love
1: nobody Nissan dislikes Figaro. a Figaro. I
0: really love so it. Look at it. They only come oh. in
2: automatic.
1: Yeah, but whatever. You can fix that. Yeah, you, a, you can fix it. B, it's it's not meant to be a, to a do driver's do is car. Make
0: a Nissan Figaro electric. Call it good.
2: Yes, um, but yeah, there was like a lot of cars that I saw there that I have never seen in person. Right, like the Mazda R three sixty. Like just, but you know those are th- when you go to you know sotheby's and you know <laughs> all these other events you you expect to see cars that you've never seen before but right. the jai i saw like they actually usually when you go to a japanese car show they feature like the bigger cars you know the ones that look like muscle cars that an NSX
1: to or a GTR yeah, or something. Uh, or right. I guess they did have feature a GTR, but it's a very special but GTR. Like, those
2: aren't the Japanese cars I'm interested. I'm interested in the AutoZam. And right, right the tiny well, I mean, yeah, yeah. and
0: A lot of the people going to that event are the same way. I mean, yeah. they're not the people that go to car shows and look, go look at the 570S on the yes. street. They're the people that are going to look for the most obscure, ridiculous thing they can find. A collector. And then go talk the ear off of the owner next to it.
1: Yeah. Well, that's kind of what I did. but um, well, there, there was, That's why you
0: yeah. should go to an event like that, which is, I think, why you're fascinated with pre-war because everything's so fucking weird because was no it, standards for anything. No, there
1: wasn't. And that, that's what I love about pre-war. Actually, you nailed it right there. Um, but. I, there was one row I just want to talk about, and I'll, I'll let you finish. It was a <laughs> Mazda Cosmo next to a Dome Zero next to a Toyota 2000 GT oh convertible. Oh, my fucking God. And they were all real. The
2: one from <laughs> James Bond.
1: From uh, You Only Live Twice. Oh, yeah. The one that saved James Bond's ass.
2: The one from the Peterson.
1: So, well, it actually wasn't from the Petersons. It was from the Japanese collector. Oh. There's... There's like a handful of I like replicas. all of those things. There's a there's a handful of replicas. This is like the real one.
0: <coughs> yeah. <laughs> Excuse me. And
1: Oh, and a Toyota Sports 800 as well.
0: I don't know what that is.
1: It's a uh, Toyota's for- first uh, sports car. It was based off the Publica. It had an all aluminum body it was designed to count like an airplane. It was really really cool. I think that one if the Dome Zero wasn't there and the be- and the Bellet wasn't there, that wouldn't be Sorry. Going in
0: the Sports 800. Oh, yeah. I saw one of those too. That's adorable. Yeah, I love those cars. I love the headlights. Hi, guys. (laughs) I just
1: got glad that it's so happy to see you, too.
2: Yeah, so like, no one's that
0: happy about getting corrective lenses. Look how happy he is. That's
2: why I liked JAI because these are like cars that you would see in private collections, but you don't see at car shows. And so I was. I got to talk to the guy who owned the Auto and I got to sit in it and everyone laughed at me because I had to pull the seat forward. You are
1: the only, the person, only person. The yes. only <laughs> person in the history of mankind that's ever had to do that. Yeah. Nobody else has done that. Um
2: But I, I can confirm you can pull the seat up where it's too far for me to sit. Like, like, like too far forward? Yeah, too far <laughs>
0: forward. <laughs> I don't right. even want to know how small the people are of whatever country that thing like, is typically J- sold Japan. in. Japan. Japan quite um, <laughs> we, <laughs> quiet, also, yes.
2: we also got to meet the curator for the peterson which oh, as nice. an anthropologist that i i love meeting museum curators so yeah, dip- yeah Le- leslie Sorry.
1: leslie Kendall, actually really really cool guy uh, so if we ever go to los angeles, los angeles um i have this card and we should totally see if we can get into the back end of the vault that'd they be usually cool. don't let people He's he's a really 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 down to earth nice guy. Uh
0: Yeah, I I've heard that about the Peterson staff. Yeah. He's,
1: he's told me about how he, he told me about how he told me about how he got started cause of Why I asked. And he's like, <laughs> "Well, I originally started as a volunteer at a, a different car museum and then I did so well that they just made me curator within a month." <sighs> <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And he's like, "Then then when uh the Peterson opened up, they poached me from there, so that's how I ended up here." I see. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I'd, I still have have yet to be to the the exclusive part of the Peterson.
1: Yeah, Peterson's that that's not one of those things. Like if you ever go to SoCal, like you have to go there.
0: Yeah, is, yeah, I didn't when I went to SoCal. I mean, I I went up to LA on the PCH, but the forest fires were just. That's why I didn't drive through and go up to like Big Donga and the canyons and all that kind of shit. Yeah, yeah. it was all just you, on you, fire.
1: You have this habit of every time you go on vacation, something horrible happens. Like you do the wrong yeah. week, or there's a fire, or like. You go to you like go to Palmira like after But I Isis usually have a
0: great time still. Accidentally, yeah. <laughs> accidentally
1: have a great time Palmira. Oh, seriously! Like there, <laughs> there wasn't
0: supposed to be like anything going on on like the Thursday I was in, before Car Week, and yeah. like that was like the most active day I was there by far. Yeah, it's... like it was way more active <laughs> than the official starting event for the car week yeah. and like yeah last year when i went down to san diego and i drove up to the pch like i got or similared from my mustang into a jeep <laughs> which <laughs> turned out to be fine because it was still a soft top jeep and just i mean just it was an absolute clusterfuck of like hotels the whole time and
1: you know i got or similar as well with our car
0: oh god so i
1: want to i'm like all right we have two totally different takes on what we get as a rental car you get something that like is an automatic version of a car you would be okay with yeah I know my car is gonna be automatic, so I get the cheapest, smallest car I can get. Okay. And so, and I, I get excited about. It. I'm like, fuck you mean yeah! The Mirage? I'm, gonna, I'm gonna get a Mirage. I'm gonna get a Yaris. I'm gonna get something cool like that. And you know what? I got, I got a fucking Corolla. I was so pissed. Oh
0: yeah, I asked Jana like why there it was sucked. a Corolla in the in the photo. Yeah. She's like, oh, that's our rental. I'm, I'm like, so mad. Oh. Yeah. Like,
1: I'm sorry. If I'm getting a Yaris, I want a fucking Yaris. I don't this want a happened, Corolla. This, this has is, happened twice, yeah. and I'm not happy about it. I can tell Next time I'm using Turo And I'm I'm going to find somebody should with should Next time I'm using Turo I'm going to find somebody With a Mirage I'm just going to get a Mirage Because I get excited That I'm going to drive one And then I don't get to And then it just kind of Bums me out the whole trip
0: I'd like to just buy something And then drive it home At the end Because I really don't want To do that drive twice And I think I could buy Something reasonably reliable enough For like the cost Of shipping my car both ways yeah. That's right. Yeah, you can do that Otherwise, shipping my car both ways, that that would actually be, um, a good
1: topic for the next episode. We'll we'll talk about this next episode. Like, what would be a good car, or what would be a car that you would want to buy to drive back to Minnesota? Oh,
2: oh yeah, but we got a dickard on our hotel too. My um my bank decided um even though that I told them I was going to California to reject all of my purchases the first day I was oh, there.
0: Oh, man. I'm so glad my bank doesn't fuck with me like yeah, that. Yeah, like, I, I never get flagged for I anything. Want, I want everything yeah. bad in the world to happen to Wells well, I Saturday. hear that a lot.
2: And the thing is, they didn't tell me that they didn't they told me they didn't flag it because I was traveling. Cause well, they know I travel a lot. I've got
0: the like some thingy on my watch where like if there's an issue, it'll automatically ping me a yes/no, and then I just hit the yes one time and I'm yeah, it to doesn't it. It. work that way. I'm but
2: yeah, so they didn't ping it because I was in a different state. They did it because it was over my daily limit. I called oh. to get my daily limit changed. Well, that's different. That's different than
1: fraud alert. Yeah, no, it yeah, was that's just fraud da- alert. Though. Well, no, that that daily limit's different.
2: I kn- I know. Is that like daily a daily double? No, so I think. No, no, no. I know what I'm talking about. The daily <laughs> limit was why it was marked as fraud. Are you like I
0: taking co- it out at an ATM or something?
2: No, it was like they tried to charge it before I upped my a, daily limit. You have
0: a daily spend limit yeah. on your card. Yeah. That sounds dumb. It's yeah, I know, right? Well, it's because it, they, I don't they automatically put those on. I have so one too. It's my credit limit.
1: Well no, they they put them on Wells Fargo cards
0: like if your shit gets stolen, oh. they can only sell like $500 of your money before That's the That's bullshit, man. Especially if you pre-auth. Oh, yeah, okay.
2: so and then um That's then dumb. we I thought like I f- we thought we figured it out. I called them, they're like, "Yes. It should be." And then Should be. Yeah, famous
0: last words.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so, w- one thing I do want to talk about before we're done
0: with the episode is I do want to talk about um Rolex historics. Yes. Um... In which
2: we're wearing Rolex historic <laughs> shirts. Yeah, yes. I,
0: I'm the only one not wearing some apparel I got out there. Yeah, what are you doing? Well, I, I already, like, it's all in the laundry because I've worn it all so much. So,
1: it like, <laughs> it was just, it was such a surreal place. It's the only place on Earth where it's, like, you'll actually physically bump into John Morton. Mm. And... Which I did. <laughs> and, I mean, and you... Okay. Yeah, you know, do you know who John Morton is? Yeah. Yeah, okay. So, yeah, it, it, I didn't want to, like, throw his hip out or something. <laughs> um... Uh, yeah, it, Adam Corolla had the only Z31 there. That's the only thing I was like mad about. Um, <laughs> but no, I think probably the one of the coolest it's racing here. series I saw was uh, the pre-war racing because they were actually hooning these. And the thing was... Did al- you see that giant one that I saw coming off the trailer hooning? Yes, it did see that. So the thing is, though, with pre-war cars, you are allowed to wear the safety equipment that was equivalent Period. to that era. So, nothing.
0: <laughs> These guys were wearing leather helmets.
1: Yeah, leather helmets, <laughs> driving goggles, <laughs> with like scarves blowing in the wind and like coveralls. Oh, and gentlemen racers. Yeah, okay. gentlemen racers. And they had massive mustaches. Like, they looked correct.
0: That's pretty cool.
1: Yeah, that was awesome. And it, there was no safety equipment whatsoever. Uh, and it's like. <laughs> This is guy that was driving a, a uh, Mercer race about, which
0: is uh, wow, that sounds obscure. Yeah, it was. It was.
1: It was kind of in 1917. It was designed so yuppies could go and be gentlemen racers with an off the shelf car. Mm. So it had like a 17 liter four cylinder in it, <laughs> and like a three is speed... from a dirigible? Yeah, probably. <laughs> um, <laughs> it had like a three speed manual transmission and rear drum brakes. Oh, nice. And the windshield is like. A little piece of glass of plate glass. I was going to say, I assume it's that plate is glass, tempered about, glass. about the size of our uh, wow, pop d- filters, pop filters on our microphones, so about six inches. Yeah, about six inches wide. <laughs> so that that's what your windshield is. Nice. Um, yeah, he was he was hooning that just as hard as these other guys were were hooning their Bugatti
0: Type Thirty Five. I mean, and the, it's cool. I, I would have. I mean, I would absolutely watch it. But oh, we got
2: to see a car go down the Corkscrew backwards
0: yes that, that happened so i assume they spun first yes yeah it was uh, went
2: backwards and then somehow caught themselves and close to won the race
0: yeah um oh. it
1: was uh it, i think it was the 1965 over two liter a uh, two and a half liter class sure, okay so it's like gt40s and yeah. then like merlins with
0: punched out engines yeah, I think so, the 2500cc the is the, the cutoff, right? Yeah,
1: it's like these ones are like, this car spun around, it's like one of the cars is like 25 and 1cc yeah versus like seven was, like, liters <laughs> and there was like, like four is like barreling down on top of him he spins out and the GT40 like goes around and bottoms out on, <laughs> on, the, on the rumble strips
2: it was like very... imagine
0: toasting a wheel bearing on a, a Le Mans winning GT40 yeah. I know right
2: like, oh goddamn,
0: <laughs> that's basically <laughs> what it was like yeah like it was
2: very chaotic but they fixed it like immediately and on the corkscrew nobody yeah uh, yeah the, no this people, guy he, yeah, he recovered from skills.
1: it he re- he. He took the corkscrew backwards and then kind of went off like out of, uh, out of the racing line and then turned around. Well,
0: I'm glad he didn't get corkscrewed. Yeah, <laughs> but um, on on that bomb bombshell. Oh. No, you keep, please continue. <laughs> <laughs> it is an hour fifteen. Yeah, no, can, I, I, I'm finishing up here. Um, I just want to say corkscrewed.
1: Yes, yeah. I. think there was, uh, I got to see somebody take a Formula 5000, which was a, uh, they're basically Formula 1 cars with NASCAR engines. Oh, Jesus. That they would have, like, in America in, like, the 70s. Oh, sure. uh, yeah, 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 yeah. There were a
0: bunch of those there.
1: Yeah, I had one of those, and he knocked the front end off of it. Whoops. Yeah, like, he spun out, coming out of turn four, and just those are fascinating pulled, to get the, close and personal with. pulled the front end along the tire wall and just ripped it right off
0: whoops yeah he was it. okay yeah he was the okay the front ends are usually like separate cones on those i think so it's probably oh this okay. is this is like at front axle and oh. stuff it, oh. it, it'll be okay because okay. guys obviously got
1: all the money oh, yeah um mazda had <sighs> the 767 uh and actually i think this one now i think about might be just in concept a little bit cooler is was an FCRX7 with a four rotor
0: out of a oh, 787. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And it was a
1: touring car. That's that pretty was
0: cool. awesome. Oh, um, the noise. The noise of those 767, engines. It was amazing. 787 well, engines.
1: It was in the same class as the Audi IMSA Quattro. Okay. Uh, so you had that. I have
0: footage of that thing in car from uh, Steve. Yeah. Of uh, the Audi passing him.
1: Yeah. Uh, so it was like that, and then there were... Um,
0: God, the ways noise on that thing. That oh, was awesome. And then like the same...
1: <laughs> this, this same uh, series had the Jim Fitzgerald uh, 280ZX and mm-hmm. the yep. Adam Carolla's um, Z3... Uh, um, Z thirty one. No, uh, uh, yeah, Z thirty one. And I, I don't know why it's blank. Like, yeah, I don't remember I, I, um, I did see a couple other. Paul Newman. That's what I was trying to ah. say. Paul Newman's Z thirty one. Um, is just like the most ridiculous class I've ever seen. Hmm. And uh, John Morton, like one hundred and five year old or whatever he is, John Morton
0: was racing. I feel like they need a couple more displacement classes. No, 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 no. Okay.
1: I like the idea of having a tw- a 2501 cc Merlin racing against a 7 liter GT40.
0: Oh, I mean yeah, I mean it's just like the the Cobras are up against the E30 M3. I'm just like that's such an odd pairing. Oh yeah, that one was a little bit weird. Yeah. But um That's cuz that car is 2.5 liters. That's true. <laughs> if it was 23, not a problem.
1: But then um yeah, no, there's just a lot of really cool stuff happening. I that that really is the best event. And then we yeah, we saw Bugatti EB110. Oh,
0: God, so pretty.
1: And so we got an EB110 and a Brabham BT1 and some other cars I don't care about as much.
0: I like the word Brabham.
1: Yeah, Brabham's a great name. Um,
0: Hopefully the Brabham didn't get Ha!
1: <laughs> but yeah, we're going to... I'll have... Uh-uh. I'm not going to have any JEI-specific pictures on the Motor Cult blog because those are going to Japanese nostalgic car. Um, however, I will have coverage of everything else coming up on the Motor Cult blog in the coming month or so because I took... Like some like eight hundred photos. That is a
0: lot. I only took two hundred and forty something.
1: I got the biggest memory card they sell at, um, or the biggest SD card they sell at Micro Center, mm-hmm. and I filled half of it up with
0: just photos from that. So my cameras only support uh, SDHC protocol cards, so I'm limited to thirty two gigs.
1: Oh yeah, no, I'm 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 higher than that. I'm like 64. Yeah, I was
0: gonna say SDXC has a much higher theoretical capacity. Yeah, like, I can't use them. <laughs> but my SLR is also old enough where it's like 20 megapixels. So even if I shoot raw, like I can I can do the whole weekend on a 32. So yeah, th- that's was... a hell of an aggression. Yeah. <laughs>
1: I think they just you, you need to get a new camera. I, think I love I, my camera. Your That's camera's good. great, but you need to get another one. I think on that bombshell, we should end the show. <laughs> All uh, right, fine. Thank you on very much for camera. listening <laughs> to our uh, Monterey Car Week uh, recap. recap. We will be coming back to somewhat normal uh, topics next time, and yep. we will have an update on Berger's newest motor acquisition. All right. Thank you. And I will see you next day. Okay. Next week. This next week. day. Next we will, day, see, we you will see you guys on Wednesday. Wednesday. Yes. Next day. Next Wednesday. This Wednesday.
0: <laughs> Forget Bye, about everyone. that.
1: Cut that out.